Hey, I'm Arjun, and welcome to Snacks for the Socially Distanced, the podcast where we review your favorite grocery store and takeout snacks, and some weird ones too. Okay, so today we have another uh, Lowe's Foods item, and in case anybody missed the last episode, Lowe's Foods is a regional grocery store chain, um, at least in North Carolina. I'm, I'm assuming they probably have some stuff in other places too, but it's one that Vishnu and I grew up near, but not actively attending that much. It, it's not like, you know, a particularly exciting grocery store, but... Vishnu recently went back to North Carolina, and he found that it got a little bit more exciting, and that it uh, glowed up, one might say. Yeah, I think that um, the experience that I had with Lowe's Foods was very uh, interesting, in that it seemed like a much kind of more upmarket grocery store than I remembered it being. They definitely tried to improve the appeal of it, kind of take some cues from Fresh Market, Whole Foods, that kind of vibe. So that was definitely interesting to see. Uh, I bought a few things from there, and the previous episode was a Lowe's food product, and so is this one. This is a mac and cheese, part of our long-running mac and cheese series. Um, I don't know off the top of my head all the episode numbers of past mac and cheeses, but there are quite a few. So if you guys want some more context on mac and cheese and kind of the box mac and cheeses that we love, give them a listen. I think the uh, the summary there, though, is really that kind of Cracker Barrel has been one of the like the gold standards for, for mac and cheese from the store. Um, so yep. this is a new brand called uh, Bear Creek, and I think that this one is uh, quite different from a lot of the ones that we've tried in the past in that it comes in kind of like a bag, um, and the cooking process was basically boiling water and then adding the sauce powder and the dried ingredients and the pasta all to the water and just kind of cooking it all together for about 12 minutes and then letting it settle a bit to thicken up, which is a pretty unique process, but uh, we'll see how it delivers. Have you ever had Bear Creek before? Anything? Uh, I have not. I don't. Is it like a Lowe's Foods brand or something? I'm not even. I've never really heard of it. So yeah, I'm looking into it, and Bear Creek Country Kitchen is the whole name for it. And they have a lot of different things. They have soups. They have various pastas. They have uh, a lot of like dried stuff that can be made into meals. Um, it turns out they're actually a brand. I think from Utah or Idaho. It says, and they're very like distinct about that. It says like high in the Heber Valley of the Wasatch Mountains. Bear Creek was created using homemade ingredients. Blah blah blah. So I think they seem pretty like regionally specific for that. Cool. I think that um, as usual with uh, back and cheeses, I think let's start giving it a try so it doesn't cool down too much, and then we will have some thoughts on this and also how it stands with other back and cheeses. I like it. I think it's um. So this is a truffle and mushroom flavored mac and cheese, and I think we've tried a couple other truffle and mushroom-esque mac and cheese flavors, especially the one from Kroger, the private selection, the sauce, which was really bad. Uh, but this is um, this is enjoyable. I think it's got like a nice, sharp, cheesy flavor. In addition to, uh, you know, a present, like, mushroomy flavor. It's not the strongest truffle flavor per se, but I think it's present. So, hmm. This is pretty interesting to me. It, I agree with what you're saying. So, first of all, it is, like, pretty tasty. You know, it's, like, pretty flavorful. It doesn't taste bad. It doesn't taste truffly, but it does taste pretty strongly mushroomy. It almost kind of tastes like a like a cream of mushroom soup or something. Like, could you get that flavoring? I, I think it's like, I don't know what to describe it. It's almost like, 
it doesn't almost taste like a pasta sauce. It tastes more like something along the line of a green mushroom soup. I don't know what the right descriptor I'm thinking of is. Yeah, I can see what you mean. I think it's um, it's very rich. Like it has that kind of like intense richness to the sauce that I kind of usually identify with like a cream of blank soup or something like that when you use it in like a casserole or when you use it in like making a dip or something like that. It's got that like sharp richness almost. But I think it's, it's an interesting flavor component, not one that I mind at all. You know what I think might be causing both of the things that we just said? Could be. Is the fact that it has buttermilk powder in it. And I feel like that often can give a richness flavor and also can give that like kind of, you know, soup or almost like, it's almost like a potato-y kind of thing that would pair with potatoes. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I think it does have kind of like a, a tanginess to it that um, buttermilk is probably lending it. I think overall I am quite pleased with the sauce. I think it's like a, it's a flavorful sauce. It's like a well-balanced sauce. It's got quite a lot of components going on. The texture is good. It's like a, a very good like, you know, it's not too tight or too dry or anything, but it's a nice thick sauce coating. Um, the pasta is the, um, it's or orchiette, the little like kind of cup-shaped pastas. And I think that is a, a good one for mac and cheese. I think one that we haven't really seen, I think typically it's either elbows or uh, maybe like some sort of spiral pasta or shells. Um, Orchiette is a kind of a unique one for this sort of thing. And they do seem to be really going after this whole grown up mac and cheese moniker that they've taken up by going with both non-traditional pastas and non-traditional sauce flavors for mac and cheese. And I kind of think they delivered actually. I'm, I'm very pleased with this. Yeah, I actually think that Orchiette is uh, an underused pasta for a mac and cheese dish. I think like a point that you made previously is that it like you want a pasta shell that can scoop up the sauce nicely and I think this does it really well without uh, without feeling like the sauce is like not distributed evenly you know like I think it still distributes the sauce evenly but also gets you like a good burst of it in each bite um, yeah I'm pretty pleased with this actually more than I expected to be same here I think that when you pick like a random brand like this I most store-bought dry mac and cheeses are kind of mediocre I think um, <laughs> has been our experience, so I didn't have the highest hopes for this like new contender, but I'm impressed. Like I think it does have a distinct sharp cheese flavor, like a Parmesan or something like that. It has a distinct, you know, mushroom flavor, and it's like all, it works together well. I think it's well executed, and I would actually buy other uh, Bear Creek products again. And I think even the, the cooking process was actually really straightforward in that like there was no like multiple steps of adding the sauces afterwards or anything like that. It was very much just like cook it all together, and like the amount of water just becomes the liquid of the sauce. I, I like it. Yeah, I think um, it's cool because, well, I think that it, it it works really well, and I think it's, like, kind of lowbrow, if that makes sense. Like, it's, like, it, it doesn't really, like, attempt to be something, like, really... Okay, I think the, the name does in the fact that it calls itself truffle, but I think if you just, like, ignore that because it doesn't really taste like truffle to me. Like, to me, it's just a mushroom-flavored mac and cheese. Um, I think like on that, it doesn't attempt to do anything extra fancy, but it hits what it does really well. Yeah, I agree with all that. I think that it's um, it's like it's a flavor profile that is satisfying. You know, it's not like invent. Like I think when we recently had the private selection, like um, I don't know what it was like a spicy green chili or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, it had like a very distinct, unique, like odd flavor. That was kind of experimenting with the boundaries of mac and cheese. This one, I guess, is experimenting with the boundaries of mac and cheese, maybe. But, like, it's still, like, a flavor that feels 
familiar and comforting in its own way because like, you know, the mushroominess, the creaminess, the richness, the cheesiness. It's like a very, you know, Italian flavor profile. It's a very comforting flavor profile. But I think they executed on it well. So I'm impressed. Yeah, I think like you said, I would consider buying stuff from this brand again. Um, I, I don't know that I would immediately buy this specific one again, but I also think that's because we now have like a very intentional, uh, widespread view of grocery store mac and cheeses, and like I would always be interested in trying new ones, um, unless one like really blew me absolutely away. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I'll buy this again immediately. I might at some point in my life, and I would definitely try stuff with this brand again to see what other stuff they have. They had some other mac and cheeses as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think that I would be curious to see where exactly you can find this brand around here because honestly, I'm not sure I've seen. Excuse me, I'm not sure I've seen it in a, our local grocery stores. But um, yeah, definitely something that if I came across a new line or a new flavor from this brand, I would 100% be willing to try it. Yeah, I might even say that. I'm not sure this can quite unseat Cracker Barrel's place, but I think it might be my second favorite brand of mac and cheese that we've tried on this show. Maybe. I'm not. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me think about that. Uh, all right. Well, tell me what your second favorite is. I'm seeing if I'm forgetting anything. Yeah, that's a bold statement, I feel like, but also maybe a true one. So let me go back. Episode 172, Cracker Barrel mac and cheese. Episode 170, Private Selection, Spicy Poblano mac and cheese. Episode... Uh, uh, 61 Trader Joe's Mac and Cheese Bites Different Episode 54 Another Cracker Barrel Episode 50 The Private Selection Sauce And episode 11 Blake's Old Fashioned Mac and Cheese That was bad In that case yeah I can firmly say I think this is the second best Mac and Cheese brand That we've tried on the show And Publix Cheesy Shells Which are also not very good I think Or not Nothing special at least Yeah wow Wouldn't have thought um, on the mac and cheese scale I would give this like a 7 on the store bought mac and cheese like store bought dry mac and cheese scale uh, I would give this a 7 wow hmm I think I might give it a strong 6 strong 6 it's, it's definitely not bad I, you know, I think it's worth it's worth trying if you have a Lowe's Foods around you yeah, we did finish it, um, and I would even recommend it. I think that, like, if you if you're looking for this truffle mushroom flavor, that's something that sounds appealing to you. I don't believe Cracker Barrel has a flavor in that line, and I think this is a well done implementation of this flavor. So yeah, I'd recommend it. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe.